Shouty, shouty, we bake. We bake with another episode of Unlabeled the Podcast. I got my good friend Kendall Washington in the building. How you feeling this week, brother? Doing great. Uh, happy Sunday. Uh, Sunday fun day. I might get out here. You out here? In the, you want to get out there in the, the Atlanta streets? Might be. Might be a time to be alive. <laughs> might be a time to be alive. <laughs> I really love it here. I just want to let everybody know that. You 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 in Wakanda. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> also, you stupid dog. Uh, I also got my good friend Blaze in the building. How you feeling, Ken, uh, Sydney Blaze? Yeah, I'm good, bro. I, I know I wasn't fired because Trey told me. Oh, Trey told you you wasn't fired? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Also, I have Montre <laughs> Brown in the building. How are you feeling, Montre? Um, I'm feeling blessed. Uh, another week that I'm on here, Jerome hasn't fired me. You know, uh, so I'm just I'm just happy to be here, man. You know. Well, you know it's a recession. Though. I'm, we're gonna have to start making budget cuts shortly, so you might be on the cut on the chopping block. I'm just giving you a heads up so you can find uh, so you can file for your unemployment. <laughs> Listen. <clears throat> I'm not Trey get paid? Hey, Kendall, we, this the third time he done referenced Trey getting paid, man. All good, man. Whoever making money, do your thing. I'm straight. AT&T is doing a great job right now. AT&T is doing a good job. All it is, Hey, I like them shoes, too, Kendall. Huh? I like them shoes, man. Send me a pair need Once I get in that circle, trust me. Mm-mm. So uh, I say y'all making custom Air Max and J- Jordans without I don't even know nothing about this AT and T world. Come on, what up? <laughs> so for the listeners that are new here, first time <laughs> listeners, uh, reoccurring listeners, <laughs> um, what this podcast is about is uh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> we come here to party and bullshit. <laughs> That's what the podcast is absolutely about. No, I'm just joking. But no, we're here to uh, uplift the voice of the uh, marginalizing black community. Uh, Sometimes we do interviews. Sometimes we just come on here and chop it up about things going on in the current, uh, um, uh, um, you you know, the the current zeitgeist, uh, zeitgeist or um, or current uh, events in the United States. So that's what you're going to hear a little bit about today. Um, uh, We've been on a hiatus, man, for about, it's been about four weeks since we recorded last. It's been a few weeks. At least, yeah. Something yeah, it's like been that. a few weeks. It's around yeah. there. Because I think it was like beginning of, like or mid-September. Yeah. Normally, we take these breaks. Like, we try to, I try to give the, the guys, you know, a uh, uh, family time, like vacation during the summertime, man. But this time, this is 100% my fault. Um, uh, and, and, and the reason. Absolutely. And, and shut the fuck up, Trey. Ain't nobody asking you nothing. This is serious time. Ain't time for you to come in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking to the listeners. I ain't talking to you right now. Shut your ass up. Okay. I'm just letting you know. And <clears throat> be cussing as early neither. I'm going to be cussing right now because you about to piss me off. Hold on. What's, what's going on? Hold on a second. I think we got having some. Uh, it doesn't take long. <laughs> what's going on here? Dog? Well, while they argue, I got that new growth. You got that new growth. Nah, we, mm-hmm. we, we, we was dropping frogs. over there, Kendall. Don't twist that shit, don't twist that shit up, man. <laughs> I got to find somebody to do it. <laughs> Cherokee. I just got to find somebody who's unattractive because I ain't sitting in between nobody's legs. That's uh, fine you as hell. You sit in a chair, Kendall. Why would you sit in between somebody's legs? I hope All so. women are attractive. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Y'all, start, y'all starting with the massage. You start off with bullshit, right? With the massage in this earth. But everyone is beautiful to someone. That is correct. To someone, the beauty is in the eye of the beholders. Can I get back to talking? That is to, a fact. 
Can I Continue, get back to talking to the list? We were just waiting for you to get together. I didn't know if you were needed some uh, no, we people some to speak while you were getting things together. No, we just have some technical issues over here. Like uh, it was telling me yeah, that we were, dro- we were dropping. You the didn't frames. even have to tell nobody. I was I was covering it for he you. He was covering for me. Okay, I just want to make sure we don't keep dropping frames over we're here. Beside you. But anyway, mm-hmm. but anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, misogyny. Uh, <laughs> misogyny. You gonna whisper? It. We <laughs> we uh um. Uh, we, we, I had I had to take a a, a, cre- a creative break, man. Like like my brain was on overload. This country is going through a lot right now. Um, I'm like a, a content machine. I can really show up here every week and do this uh, impromptu with very little preparation. But like I ain't gonna lie, man. I my I have been feeling a little like like my I want to say like my heart has been feeling a little heavy because we have been going through like uh, uh, we we heading to a recession. Um, Man, it's just been a lot of going on headed. in the world. Headed, well, we here, right. we we full, full steam ahead, full steam ahead. But it's just a lot of shit going on, man. I ain't really been happy with the state of hip hop lately. That's been like a little bit depressing to kind of follow the news with in, with the state of hip hop lately, and then everything else has just been getting on my goddamn nerves. Like, I might have to restart this stream, bro, because we keep dropping frames. Let me see. Let me see. Listeners, if I have to restart this stream, I'll restart it, and we will come right back to you. Um, cause this is gonna be really, really hard to watch. But we'll keep recording. No, we can't even keep recording. Cause I'm gonna have to restart the computer. Okay. Hey, Brandon, is uh, yeah. is this showing up fine for you, man, or are we dropping frames real bad? Let me know uh, in the in the chat. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, um, like I said, I, like I said, it just didn't been a, been a lot of just. It seemed like everything just been super solemn with like uh, hip hop news and um, uh, just the state of the country in, uh, in general. And the man, and this, and and this, and it was starting to weigh on me a lot. So I was in a little bit of a a, a creative slump. I hadn't really been feeling like coming in here and, and reporting on nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Have y'all felt like that lately, man? Kind of like just like a dark cloud, or y'all been cool? Uh, no, the same. Man, ain't nothing to be happy about. You said the same. It ain't nothing to be happy about. Yeah. <laughs> how, how about you, Kendall? <laughs> Trey? Um, well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, yeah, news is yeah, always it, tough. It is, it is skipping on the, uh, on the, on the YouTube stream. All right. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop the stream and we're gonna, and I'm, uh, and I'm gonna chime y'all back in. We're gonna reset this y'all. Cause, uh, I don't want, I want this to be easier to watch. And just like that, we are back. Dog. While we up here, while I'm sitting, while I'm sitting this, have y'all seen, um, have y'all seen how fabulous has been rapping? I, I sent a couple of them to the group chat, but I don't yeah, know. Man. Hey, man, I, I don't know what inspired him, but I appreciate it. I t- hey. I t- Go ahead. No, I said I, I saw you sent it in the group chat yesterday. I literally was sitting in here for like 45 minutes. Just listen <laughs> to it. on fab, dog. He, he, he's going insane. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fab need his flowers. Yeah. Oh, oh, fab. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, definitely O Fat. You know, you know, you know what I think it is, man. Um, uh, he was a, he was originally releasing those uh, those freestyles on SoundCloud. Like he would do free uh, freestyle Fridays, and he had a couple couple mm-hmm. other freestyles that he would do over the years on uh, on SoundCloud. And I think somebody got smart and was like, let's just do since he's gonna be doing freestyle series, let's just go ahead and uh, uh, create um, create a. Um, uh, YouTube channel for it. So now he's rapping like just local. Somebody's filming him and they're doing like mini miniature uh, music videos for every one of his uh, freestyles. And 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 like I said, he was number 48 on uh, music video streaming on YouTube, which is huge, especially because Fab has been relatively vacant on there. You know what I'm saying? Like he almost had a million uh, subscribers and everything on YouTube, which he only uh, had like 497 uh, last year. Uh, so I just, I just think that's dope, bro. Like I, I think 
like I said, I'm, I'm just glad that he get he back to it. Like it's real dope to see veteran rappers uh, that that still that can rap rap still have it like that. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially be uh, um, you know, engaged to actually do it. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm sure that's not easy. Um, you know, especially when you were a little bit removed from it. So it's always good to see the veterans still in rare form. Shout what out to them because we need because we need them. We need them veterans because uh, man, absolutely. I'm not young and uh, I'm not listening to half of that shit. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> man, get, get a young as a try, man. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'll get your that. money, my yeah. brothers, and do you. But some of that shit, it's just I'm a, I'm gonna try it, but I'm probably not gonna get after past track five. I'm getting tired of these damn thirty second songs. Now that's weird. Like they, <laughs> they pass. Right around that two minute mark, you'd be like, damn. Hey, right, right. Like give me give me two verses at least. God damn. I need to stay off them perks. <laughs> <laughs> you know these these young people got low retention, man. They <laughs> y'all even forcing my man Freddie Gibbs to do 45 second songs. Like hey, Freddie album was good. Fire. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm I need two verses from him. At least two verses, and then you can do your little features. But don't be doing no damn one verse for me. I need two. At least, if you, if you can rap, or if you just make good music, I ain't, I ain't even tripping. Yeah, that for that Freddie Gibbs album is uh, is one hundred percent fire. I finally uh, listened to it uh, yesterday. Um, he, he he definitely tried like in the first half of the album, he was trying some new flows and some new cadences and kind of singing a little bit, which is kind of not not the Freddie Gibbs that I like. Uh, I get what he was doing because he's making an album. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I definitely rock with it. I don't, I don't know if y'all covered that already while I stepped away for a second. No, it's a good album. Yeah, real good. Mm-hmm. All right, back to what I was saying. though. Um, like I said, uh, I was I was trying to say before we, the the live stream was uh, acting crazy. I was basically trying to say that I said, man, I'm just I was going through a little bit of creative depression uh, due to the fact that the, um, the just the state of the world, man, state of hip hop, because we cover hip hop is our culture, and we cover a lot of that on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 hip hop fans, we of the culture. Y'all hear us talk about it all the time. Uh, we come from the old barbershop days of the, sitting around screaming in the barbershop about who better. You know what I'm saying? All that. That's 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 what we that's what we from. So just to state of like you know like losing PNB Rock. Which I wasn't a fan of. Um, not no disrespect to him. I I didn't know his music at all. Wasn't a fan of him at all. So I can't sit up here and pretend like I'm like, like that was something right. that hit hard. It's just, it's this is something that's constantly part of the culture. Yeah, right. that's constantly been going on in the culture, and it's and mm-hmm. and and, and it's and it's uh, crazy. So it's, it it was 100 percent having an effect on me. Not to mention we going into a uh, um, uh, a kind of uh, economic slump, a recession, whatever you want to call it, um, and the government don't seem to be they they sit up here lying to our face. Blade said it a couple weeks ago. He was like, he was like, they acting like nothing is going on, and they just sitting up here lying to our face, man. And I and I know a lot yeah. of our people is gonna be blindsided by this. If you if you if you been watching, it's it's been a steady decline, and they keep telling us, "Oh no, we good." Right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Business <America>. yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, if y'all wondering where we've been, Kendall was, the eternal pessimist. Yeah, that that was where I had to because I because yes. yes. that's that's so funny. But I try, I try, I, try, I really try my yeah. hardest, man, not to be, like be so gotta like, be optimistic. That's yeah, right. yeah, but yeah, not not to be so humdrum. You know what I'm saying? This shit, but right. like every now and again, man, it, it definitely it definitely gets to me because I can kind of push through it typically. But for some reason, man, this shit was hitting me a little bit. Uh, harder than normal 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, uh, uh, like I said, I'm just glad that y'all have been keeping y'all mental together because it was definitely weighing on me differently. You know what I'm saying? So, All right. Um, people deal with the depression in different ways or, you know, or act out in different ways, you know? So just... Keep your head high, man. Like you said, I know, keep... I, know I, I know, I know you wrong. You ain't want to come on here and uh, fake go into this crazy rant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or, or just fake my energy. So I, de- I, de- I definitely had to uh, um, uh, just like dial said, back. It, I, yeah, exactly. Because I try to keep, I try to keep the energy good on the show, man. You know what I'm saying? All right. But that's where that's where we've been. If y'all if y'all if the listeners been wondering, because we ain't putting nothing out in four weeks. So, but now nah, we back, man. Hopefully, like I said, I'm I'm kind of out that slump, so we can get back to it, man. Um, we gonna re- I'm definitely gonna refine some things. This show is gonna look uh, drastically different in the in the coming weeks. Um, I'm gonna kind of uh, change the way we pr- the way we produce stuff. It should actually streamline some stuff, so we ain't using uh, Zoom so much um, or or relying on OBS so so much uh, uh, wear and tear on my computer. Uh, so that uh, that's gonna do. That's gonna be a change here. And then we also got um, uh, Kyrie, who's who, who everybody's familiar with, because uh, um, one of our co-hosts. Uh, he got his own show now uh, called No Time to Explain on YouTube. Y'all should go uh, subscribe to his channel. I'll post a link in the um, shouts to Kyrie. Yeah, I'll, I'll post a description. Yes, there. So I'll be posting that on our uh, on our. I'm about to get his ass read. Right, I'll, I'll post that post that on our audio side. Uh, um, here in the in the upcoming uh, days, it's already uh, three episodes out. So yeah, shouts out to Kyrie, man. And also, um, what else? Uh, yeah, yeah. So that, so yeah, be be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for uh, uh, no time to explain. That's gonna be on our audio side. And um, um, I think that's about it for church announcements. Just uh, kind of c- catching you up to date on where we've been at and everything. But and shout out to Nurse Mati uh, for yeah. uh, once again. Yes, sir. He, he was he was here last week for the Revolt Summit. We went to that and did some networking. And then yesterday he was at Pusha T's concert. It up with Push. Got some, did some networking with him, and uh, he's already promoting the water on his uh, Twitter. And I don't know if it's on on his IG. I don't think I follow him on there, but. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Nurse Mighty. Continue to do what you're doing, my brother. You have my support yeah. and our support. Yes, always. and I ain't got a case in about a month, so I need to reach back out to you and figure out why that is. Because I'm feening. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's probably my fault. I probably ain't update something on my account. Nigga, so. they resorted to Dasani. <laughs> right, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> but I need that water. That is, I, I can't. I don't like drinking no other water now. <laughs> man, I gotta. I gotta. I, I feel. I feel the same. I gotta order me some cases of it, man, because I definitely haven't had it. <laughs> that yet. shit is fire. It's a little, you know. Yeah. No, it's fire. It takes care of me. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, shout out to shout out to uh, brother Marty. Um. Also, let's so uh, uh, <laughs> since we run up to no time to explain, I guess this would be a good time to kind of segue into uh, uh, the, the the Rachel Nichols conversation. So, um, so if, if for our listeners who aren't familiar, uh, was it twenty twenty? When Rachel Nichols, yeah. uh, uh, well, she, well, ESPN wanted uh, Maria Taylor to cover the uh, NBA Finals, and Rachel Nichols uh, didn't want to. And it, it was it was some foul play, but Rachel Nichols didn't want to relinqu- relinquish her position to um, to Maria Taylor. So she, I guess, somebody wiretapped her. She left the app running on her computer or something like that. Um, 
uh, in her hotel room, and they got her saying some some racist comments, so to speak, or some I, I wouldn't call them racist. I just yeah, we, not necessarily yeah, racist. Not necessarily racist. culturally Con- insensitive. Contra- yeah, culturally insensitive, controversial, yeah. controversial is a better a better uh, way, way of saying it. And I'm actually gonna read what what she actually what they actually. I had think that's the way it was spun. I don't I don't even know if it was. Yeah, I, I just actually seen it. I literally yesterday was watching the interview. I didn't finish it mm-hmm. with her on uh. Uh, is it is it all the smoke? Yeah, all the smoke. All the smoke. smoke. Yeah, she just was on there, and um, she 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 went very in detail mm-hmm. about what she was talking about and all of that stuff. So, uh, so basically, what the, this is what the, uh, the the controversial comments that they caught her saying. So somebody was recording her for a while, and this is what she's saying on uh, all this month. She said, "If you need to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your crappy long time record of diversity, which, by the way, I know personally from a female side of it, like go for it." Uh, Nickel said uh, to Adam Middleson, an advisor uh, to athletes, including LeBron James in 2020, just find somewhere else. Um, she was basically upset about because she's been working in the uh, industry for 25 years and she felt like she was being slighted. She felt like this was her, she was finally up and she wanted to do, co- you know, have co- uh, coverage of the NBA finals. And uh, she didn't feel like Maria Taylor, who had only been in the, the industry about eight years at that time, a, a black woman, should uh, overstep her. Um how did y'all feel about her comments or that comment, even though it was said in private and it was done dirty, so to speak? How did y'all feel about her at the, not at the time? At the ESPN spun the shit out of this, by the way, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. they had you looking at it from a totally different perspective. They made it purely racial, yeah. But yeah. from from because I watched the podcast and I understand what she was saying. She was like, "This this was in my contract. Like I've been waiting a long yeah. time to do this." <clears throat> And now because y'all under the pressure, y'all want to put yeah. her in there and uh, kind of, you know, shit on me, yeah. which I'd be missing about too, shit. Yeah. And can I repo- absolutely, bro. Not- oh, go, go ahead, go ahead Trey. I'm trying to cut you off. No, but um, absolutely, though. It, it don't seem like it, it, she was having a personal conversation and she was like, just because y'all have been messing up or fucking up for years and years with diversity and women hiring and whatnot, I, I ain't trying to step to the side for that. I've been here 25 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie so that's, up, that's what I got. That's what I got from it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And, and Kyrie brought up a point to some that I guess it was some controversy with Maria Taylor prior to uh, her giving the, uh, the uh, them wanting Rachel Nichols to succeed her coverage to Maria Taylor. So it almost felt like reprisal. Like, okay, if we don't give Maria Taylor this opportunity, she's either going to quit or she's going to file some kind of EEO against us. Um, he, he brought yeah, that up. She got well. right up out of there after, she, after they gave it to her yeah. with NBC to make more money. Right, exactly. Shout exactly. out to Maria. Uh, exactly. But, no, but, definitely. Shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to Absolutely. Maria Taylor. But let me, let me ask you this so do y'all feel like uh, rachel nichols should have succeeded to especially because this is 2020 mind you this is in the wake of george floyd and i don't really want to conflate these two in- incidents but i i do because that espn was trying to force this diversity you know what i'm saying at the time because they, whether they were in hot water or not whatever the case may be uh um they were trying to force this uh diversity so do y'all feel like like because of george floyd I, like i said because if this was any other time i'd be like i kind of be like man kind of fuck maria taylor you know what i'm saying but in the wake of george floyd do y'all feel like she should have gave uh maria no. taylor that y'all don't feel like that at all i don't uh-huh. and one thing i got nothing to do with the other i this is business i, I got a contract and, and I don't it, give a fuck about none of that. And, and this is go ahead, I, I, and I'll tell you right, why my, right. my line. Of th- I'll tell you my line of thinking. Uh, uh, did you have something to say, Kendall? Because I thought you were about to say something. 
Um, well, no, I was just going to say, you know, of course it has something to do with the George Floyd situation. Because again, you know, Disney, I'm sorry, ESPN <laughs> has Disney had a history. Too, right? There you go. Has had a history of being culturally insensitive and things of that nature. So again, everything, the bottom line is the money. So you're starting to see the shift. Um, and I think that they were trying to do a diversity fill in, you know, because of Maria's prowess. She's, she was, she has been working hard throughout ESPN and was doing her thing. Um, so they wanted to give her that. And I think they wanted to involve, you know, include some color into that whole, you know, uh, 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 genre of sport. Cause the NBA is majority African-American as far as the players are concerned. Um, and I think that that's kind of the shift that they were trying to move towards. So it wasn't necessarily Rachel's fault. You know what I'm saying? She still was, you know, I guess from what I was hearing, she knew that she was about to get the job and she gave her flowers or sent her some flowers or some other shit I read. I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't really just keep up on it to be honest, but um, you know, so it's not necessarily Rachel's fault, but you know, you're, it's just, you're going to be a part of that issue They're If they're going to make that change, they're going to make that change. And you saw, they did it anyway with uh, Malika Andrews, they got her in there now. So, you know, they were probably bound to fill that spot anyway. And then she probably was going to move over to, cause it was the NBA countdown. Is that what she was, or was it the jump yeah. that she had lost? The jump, the jump, the jump. yeah, right. So you know, because I think she was still going to be doing NBA countdown, though, right? Or no, Rachel she was Nichols? still going to be doing the jump, and um, okay. she wanted to tie her finals appearance into the finals show. appearance. Okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Okay, but yeah, she's you know, so I, I think it's you know, she it was just she was a collateral damage basically. You know what I'm saying? And she was just a part of that. So you know, it's it's, it's messed up, but that's just the way of business and. And what well, they pretend like they want to feel. Why black? That shit wasn't fair to me. What? Right. I, don't, cool. I don't care. That shit. That was bullshit. Yeah, and, and I, like cool. I said, and here's here's my thing about it because we talk about we say ESPN America has a diver- has a diversity no issue. No denying that. Yeah, America has a diversity issue. So and with all these corporations, you know, what I'm saying it kind of it kind of trickles down. And then we mm-hmm. and I want to go back here, and I understand the contractual obligations and everything. And this is why I think it was such a big deal with George Floyd because George Floyd literally. That started uh, a, a, a demographic shift in this country on the wake of him. He was basically a martyr. And we hadn't seen anything this powerful since, like, the Civil Rights Movement when it came to, like, black people moving forward and diversity. Emmett Till. You know what I'm saying? Emmett Till, facts. And that's what, Emmett Till is what kicked off the Civil Rights Movement. That's why I even pointed back yep. there. But anyway, back to what I was saying. And this, and this is why I feel like it, it – it was important with George Floyd. I know it might not seem like it has anything to do with each other because it's sports and whatnot. But like I said, America has a diversity issue. Uh, I, I I hate to go all the way back here, but you know during the women's suffrage movement, Susan B. Anthony, Elizabeth Canton, these are uh, the women who are basically responsible for modern feminism. They 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 didn't even want black men to get the right to vote before white women. You know what I'm saying? So we got a white woman who's been working in this field for 25 years. You know what I mean? We've seen how hard it is for black women to get a leg up in corporate America. Period. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel I I felt like it was kind of apropos for them in the wake of George Floyd, regardless of what the the messy circumstances behind the scene was with, to give Maria Taylor that position over over Rachel Nichols. And I get it was controversial. Maybe maybe the next year, you know what I'm saying, they could have gave it to her or whatever the case may be. But like I said, it was it, it was less so to do with um, race and actually ESPN being a shitty company towards Maria Taylor, which is why she stepped out of there anyway. So exactly. But, but uh, yeah, I'm saying they both they both gone now. It just right. it just seems like some affirmative action type shit. It, it, I, yeah. don't I don't and know. I don't know. So so you don't agree, you don't agree with affirmative action. Not, not in essence. And, and, and here's the reason why. And I, I mean, I agree with it. I, I, and I agree with affirmative action because, 
all the shitty shit that's happened to us as black Americans to hold us back. Like sometimes like, yeah, it might not be fair to a white person in a certain position. You know what I'm saying? Um, and a lot of times we are better than them. A lot of times they benefit from nepotism and all this type of stuff. But I feel like just from this standpoint, like I said, like that, like that forced diversity was needed. And that's just my take on it. Like I said, I know, I know it's not a popular opinion, but right. And she'll be fine. I mean, she's yeah, Rachel she's Rachel Nichols. She, she she's, she's, she's already doing she's Showtime, right? Yeah. She's no offense. She's white. She'll be, uh, <laughs> be all right. I mean, let's not let's Say stop she on her feet. Like, let's stop acting like <laughs> yeah. oh, she's she's been railroaded and she's never going to work yeah. again. You know, yes, no, ESPN I don't is feel the, sorry for her. No, not you, not you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying in the broad spectrum of things. No, I ain't I ain't coming at y'all. Y'all takes. I'm just saying on the broad spectrum of things. She's gonna be all right, you mm-hmm. know. She she's she lost that lo- worldwide leader in sports, but I highly doubt they fired her and said get up out of here. She just was probably pissed and was like, "I'm not gonna be a part of this no more." And I'm sure she they, got paid, right? And they was gonna give her something. She would have did something yeah. else, you know. She would have did some form of basketball, you know. But she just <laughs> she felt slighted, you know what I'm saying? And that's that that's really where it is. And she's not wrong for how she feels though, you know what I'm saying? So, but it, like like Jerome was saying, I mean. <laughs> Black women been getting pissed on in job and work settings for it forever. So ESPN yeah. took took advantage of that because of of the shitty diversity that they've had over the years. I mean, only black people we knew was black men in ESPN. Stuart Scott and uh, Scott. Um, uh, I can't remember my my man name. Um, bald guy, we oh, ain't bald. He got like real low haircut. But you know, I can't that, remember his name. Look, you having a hard but time. There's only been name. like. Two or three. That's what I'm you saying. You having a hard time even naming black male talent. So yeah, you know what I mean. Like like uh, like. Right. And Sage Steele, and right. we know why they love her. So right. So <laughs> you know she's so, gonna say. <laughs> so that's my issue with like like I said that's that it's a it's it's a it's a lack of diversity. And like I said, I hate to mm-hmm. say it, but George Floyd was the martyr and was the 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 new Emmett Till, so to speak. Uh, uh, lazy comparison, but like you, you know what I mean. Like like he was the one who sparked all this demographic shift in our country. So. Right. Um, and uh, it wasn't like they wanted to do it. It's just that yeah. they saw that, the, like you said, the demographic has changed. So now, oh, shit. OK, we might lose money if people start tweeting or if people start doing this or that, you know, and ESPN ain't in the business of losing money. They're still mm-hmm. number one mm-hmm. right now. You know what I'm saying? So right. in, in many of their shows, the, from first take to first take been number one since Stephen A jumped on with uh Skip Bayless you right. know so and they've been number one the whole time you know every other show Fox News Fox Sports any of them they ain't beating that stuff out in the morning so ESPN is still the worldwide leader and they want to continue making their money you know so you saw you saw the numbers when Serena played her last game it was some of the highest numbers in tennis and it was broadcasting on ESPN so they all you know, they're about that money. So if they see the shift and they need to change, they will. Yeah. Um, they just will do they it religiously. She need they tell Rachel she gotta take one for the team. Exactly. That's a, and, and and that's my whole thing. Sorry. It's like like what what what's what's the issue with her taking one for the team? You've been you've been in the field for twenty five years. Like you ain't right. Well, it's still slighted. Like to her point, yeah, she's yeah. still a woman, so they're they're clearly not mm-hmm. giving them the same um uh uh you know <clears throat> Chances, chances or right, right, you know right. it, the, uh, the pace uh, like, opportunities right. as they would white or even some black men that are, right. that are five of us yeah there. yeah the pace you know the, I, i've been i've been here 25 years this is my opportunity it's in right. my contract yeah. i ain't trying to hear nothing i i i and, and like i said i feel i feel okay. I, I feel y'all take it's just to me it's just like I, so y'all remember a couple of years ago um and this is related but uh uh kind of related it was a it was a white actor she 
See, this is how you use your power and your privilege. Like, it was a white actor. I can't remember, a white woman actor. She was uh, finding how much the the black, her black co-parts were making, uh, were making mm-hmm. on a movie, and she fought for them to make more money. And I think it was Viola Davis and a couple other ones, but I don't remember the white actor who, the, the woman mm-hmm. I'm referring to. I, I vaguely remember that. You vaguely remember that? See, that's that's what I'm saying. That's how you use your diversity. So, may, I mean, your your, uh, your privilege. So maybe so maybe if she would have fought for her, instead of saying, oh, yeah, she's she's very talented and I hope she gets another opportunity somewhere else, but I work for this. Like, I say, mean, it might have been, hey, been room for them to both do it. That's what I was just about to hit, uh, get to. Like, maybe, hey, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll co-host it, which would have been dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but instead of saying no, nah, this is my opportunity, that that speaks to your your level of privilege right there. Instead of even trying to reason with the situation and and and, and make it like that, but I don't know. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, bro. But like, yeah. she can't have her own opinion. Uh, like, like maybe she felt like, man, I've been sacrificing and sacrificing for 25 years. No, I don't want to sacrifice no more. This is my time. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, so no, like, no, I, no. I, I'm I, not. I, no, I'm not saying. You know what I mean? Like. No, I'm not saying that. And Rachel... She should be able to have an opinion of. She should be able to feel that way and talk about that in private. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no. ESPN. No. She actually said on the uh, yeah. um, all the smoke uh, podcast, bro. She said ESPN had her uh, her um, room bugs and all. No, that. It, yeah. it wasn't tight. What, what it was is she was using the app, but it was a new right. app for her lap for her yeah. for, to do virtual calls on the laptop, and she left her she left her line open. And they just and somebody oh, no, just bro. What she what she said on all this uh, all the smoke. No, this is where I'm getting this from. No, this I'm getting this from all the smoke. She left the app running okay. in, in her uh, in the background of her computer. It was a, her work computer, and it was like Zoom and or something. And, and they just sat there and watched. She it said the whole somebody time just time. sat there and watched. Yeah, yeah watched right, it the whole right. time. So yeah, they no, they didn't, they didn't oh, actually bug it. Oh, so she was using yeah, her work stuff still. Yeah, yeah, it was it was yeah exactly it was user. Um, but I'm not here's 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 what I'm saying, and I don't want this to be missed. Like I'm not saying that I'm not saying that Rachel Nichols is wrong for the way she feels or anything like that. I'm not saying. All I'm saying is because I had this had been a regular time, not a pandemic, not George Floyd never happened. I would low key, I'd probably be saying fuck Maria Taylor too because like we, I, I've worked 25 years again. But what I'm saying is in the wake of George Floyd, this is a black woman we're talking about, a double minority. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and, yeah. and you've and you've been a white woman that's been operating in your privilege and getting opportunities because, you know, because you, she even admitted on, on the first time she was on All the Smoke, I'm not even that talented. That's what she, she said this herself. <laughs> Go watch her first interview on All the Smoke before the uh, before the All This Controversy. She said, "I'm not all that talented." She's like, "The producers yell at me all the time for uh, uh, for for saying oh when we make a mistake on air for me actually saying oh we made a mistake all that type of shit." She said it her out her mouth, so I'm not even saying that that she, she this is something that she said verbatim. So you know what I mean? Like like okay, so get this woman a chance. That's all I'm saying. So, but no, yeah, so, I got you, man. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I mean no, absolutely, bro, mm-hmm. but. She she's been doing it for twenty five years, so wouldn't that be equivalent? Uh, what was Maria doing? Eight years. Eight years, yeah. So if mm-hmm. if she would have at year ten got to where it took uh, Rachel twenty five years, like mm-hmm. that's still saying something as yeah. a black woman. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So that that's where I'm coming from. I, no matter what, Maria was gonna win. You know what I mean, bro? As mm-hmm. far as hey, it took her twenty five. It took me ten. You know what I mean? Like. That that's that's a serious accomplishment too, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, and see, and, she was and, eight and, years in, bro. And 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 another thing too, because because I don't want to get too lost in the in the conversation. Like, like if 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 we lived in a perfect world and everybody was equal 
this wouldn't even be a conversation. But what I'm saying is we live in a world where black women are, where black people are oppressed, where where we see police brutality, we see marginalized communities and everything like this. And this is a one-time opportunity for something, for a, a fucked up corporation to try to make right. You know what I'm saying? So and she, they were trying to do the right thing by giving Maria Taylor a shot, regardless of what, it, what the controversy was behind the scene. And it, and it, and it had to be on, it had to kind of step on Rachel Nichols' toes. And and, as, and then as, as and, and a, I'm I'm okay. yeah I'm okay with that though mm-hmm. like I think that that's like even them giving it to Maria yeah. like absolutely mm-hmm. like fuck everything else bro yeah I'm talking about Rachel was okay it's okay for her to feel that way bro. no oh like, yeah, yeah. oh oh okay it's, yeah yeah, yeah no 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 one hundred percent yeah she could, yeah one hundred percent there was nothing yeah. wrong with her I'm not I'm not admonishing nothing I'm not admonishing nothing that Rachel said and even in private even by saying you know like fuck that she's talented give her like she can get an opportunity somewhere else I'm not admonishing her for feeling that way because because I because no I would feel the same way I would feel slighted as well all I'm saying that's what I'm talking about everybody destroying Rachel for feeling a certain way she can't feel a certain way like it was the way it was the way the story came out and 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 that's it was it was the way the story came out to Blaze's point exactly he said he said ESPN. 100% spun that so um yeah I just, that, that's I all to. that's all I, I like I said I'd have just been, I, I, I'd have tried to come up with a better solution like <laughs> shut up Trey I'd have tried to give uh, <laughs> uh, uh, wrap it up B all right, no, I'm, I'm, the spin you were talking about the spin, the spin nice. yeah no, I'm, no yeah. it was a yeah but I'm, I'm was that's a Bill, pretty, Bill O'Reilly quote that's pretty much all I all my thoughts were on that like maybe she should have yeah, gave her opportunity or maybe should have had to uh, no yeah exactly like the spin stops here uh no you're lying right now shut the fuck up I can't stand Bill O'Reilly all right um I I guess Brandon, we are gonna get to investment news last. We are gonna kind of talk about that last. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, Kendall, you had a story that you want to um, bring up. Uh, yeah, we want to do the BLM lawsuit. We'll yeah, we, bring that. we we can we can start. I know you like to introduce it. Or yeah, you know you you got it, bro. Because because uh, I don't okay. have an article in front of me, so you got it. All right, cool. So um, so yeah, we just kind of want to follow up on the Black Lives Matter movement organization because we had talked about it before with them purchasing a home that was like six million or something around there. Um, but they're under some more uh, heat. Uh, this was like earlier last month that I found it and wanted to kind of bring it up. It was an article done by The Hill. Uh, Black Lives Matter exec accused of stealing 10 million in lawsuit. So uh, let me start with that here. So the uh, uh, organization Black Lives Matter, as everyone knows it, um, was sued, uh, had sued an executive on the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation on charges of siphoning 10 million in donations to the organization for use as, quote, the personal piggy bank. <laughs> uh, Walter Mosley, who's an attorney for representing the BLM grassroots. So we talked about that before. They're the local, uh, the local chapters amongst within different cities. Um, they're going against the global uh, network foundation, uh, the global network foundation. So they're filing the suit in uh, Los Angeles uh, County Superior Court against the GNF, as they call it, the Global Network Foundation uh, board member, who's uh, Shalom- Shalomaya Bowers, um, as well as uh, his consulting firm. So uh, the initial complaint was seeking financial relief and um, court order halting GNF's use of the BLM identity. Um, so uh, there, it accuses Bowers of becoming a turned quote usurper and changing fees for BLM donors, which he then used for his own personal funds. Um, so in quote, they uh, were saying um, when more than 300 movement leaders, as well as BLM founders, insisted that he resign, uh, he continued to to betray. Uh, the public trust by self-dealing and breaching his fiduciary uh, duties. So, um, so they're 
there's a lot of uh, controversy behind that. Uh, Melina Abdullah, who is a founder of the BLM Los Angeles chapter, which is a local chapter, and she's co-director of the BLM Grassroots. Um, she held a press conference at that time. This was a week before this article had came out announcing the lawsuit, and she was quoted as saying, uh, Global Network Foundation has been taken away from the people who built it. Um, she also stated um, Global GNF is now led by a highly paid consultant who paid himself upwards of $2 million every year. Um, Abdullah, uh, uh, Melina Abdullah and Patrice Colliers, who's a BLM founder, um, they created a transition plan to transfer, according to, according to Abdullah, they created a, a transition plan to transfer control of GNF over to the grassroots organizations, which I thought would be a good idea. But GNF has locked her out of the social media accounts and they're amplifying messages that she does not agree with. That was what Abdullah was saying, who was the BLM chapter president of Los, of Los Angeles. The GNF board of directors denied the allegations, saying that they're disappointed in what she's basically saying and she they feel like she's spreading uh, misinformation. Um, the BL, uh, other BLM leaders who they accused of taking 10,000 per month in personal stipends. Um, they, the uh, GNF board was quoted as saying, we as black people and black led organizations cannot continue spread, spending all of our precious time and energy fighting and tearing each other down, blanket statement. We have no desire and little time to put private business out in the street. However, Melina Abdullah and the local chapters and its leadership seem intent on fighting publicly about the desire to control the entirety of Black Lives Matter, which I don't think that they're trying to necessarily do. They're just trying to put some more, uh, you know, access by the local chapters to be more in intricate with the GNF so that they understand where these, this money is going and how it's being, um, you know, siphoned, if you will. Uh, the board denied the entirety of the allegations claiming that they requested meetings with Abdullah um, and other leaders. Uh, however, they shared that the social media accounts and the BLM grassroots had argued that they never did discuss a plan to transition the GNF to the BLM grassroots. So they're saying that they never discussed that plan with her at all. Um, and if I remember correctly, BLM started in 2013, but things started to seem to change um, around the death of George Floyd, what we were talking about earlier, <laughs> um, where the BLM, there you go, the BLM movement gained renewal national and international attention. And then in late 2020, a group of 10 original BLM chapters announced that they were serving, severing ties with GNF over the lack of transparency and the support. So that's when, you know, as Dave Chappelle once said, they should have never gave you niggas money. All right. Hey, Kendall, Kendall, just, just, hey, just, exactly just, just real quick, because uh, we got some new listeners in here. Just kind of uh, reset the room, let them know uh, what you're discussing right now, and then you can continue. Oh, sure. Uh, so right now we're talking about uh, the BLM uh, Global Fund chapter. Uh, being sued uh, by the uh, BLM grassroots or, uh, organizations, like so, that was in local chapters within the states, uh, because of money, ten million being siphoned in donations to the organization for their own personal use. That's the accusation. Uh, the Global Network Foundation, who is the national chapter, uh, if you will, of the uh, Black Lives Matter, is saying that that didn't take place and that they're um, basically calling out Melina Abdullah, um, who is the one that pretty much is leading that charge and saying that this is what they've been doing. She felt as if they were going to transition this global net, uh, global network to the, to the local grassroots so that they could have more transparency. Um, but the Global Network Foundation is saying that they never agreed to that. 
and that's pretty much where it's at. So um, I was pretty much done. I ain't gonna lie uh, with with the with the article, but uh, just wanted to bring that light. Like I said, we talked about it before with the national chapter buying that six million dollar home, and wanted to just be transparent to show you know we're not biased or any of that kind of stuff. I, me personally, whatever whatever it can do to progress black black lives or black people, um, I'm always down for it. But when you see a national chapter doing some things that they necessarily shouldn't be doing or accusations of what they shouldn't be doing. Um, it needs to be called out. And I appreciate the local chapters for doing what they're doing and still trying to be active in these communities, regardless of what the global foundation they feel is doing. So um, so just want to bring light to that and, um, you know, talk about it. Yeah, tired of the negative press coming from these motherfuckers, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 hey, but it's good that it's coming out. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yes, it's right. still going to, you know, it's easier uh to to go ahead and uh you know it's, it's fun to bash us anyway but i'm glad that those things come out so that the people know and that they understand what's going on in those organizations especially if they're donating money to it um right. you know you want to know what's going on kind of like you know dr umar you know people have donated to your school and, hey dr you know, umar school is up it's up <laughs> but, ain't no kids in here but school. They, they, you, you see what i'm saying there's there's hvac issues and things of that nature you know from last i looked into it yeah. and it's just people want to know where that money is going that's just how things are especially in our communities because mm-hmm. hey what's, know, the, what's the name of the school marcus, you know, garvey, uh, marcus garvey uh uh <laughs> Frederick <laughs> douglas marcus, marcus garvey school I fucking love it <laughs> fdmg is coming yeah. that's still my guy I, I mean i don't necessarily agree with everything my man's saying but he, he, you know, he provides a certain level for for us, you know. So again, I'm not here to bash people, but if you're doing some shady shit, it needs to come out and things. And, and if people have questions about it, you should be able to answer those questions. And we don't hold ourselves man, to standards of other dissolve people. Dissolve all that they shit, man. Start over. Yeah, you know, you know, you know the thing about it, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to uh, uh, hold Doctor Umar's uh, feet t- too much to the fire because, um, you know, he talks about. Let me turn my microphone up a little bit. I think it was a little bit down, but anyway, um, uh, uh, I, I just watched um, uh, what's his name, man, uh, Jalen Rose. He was on uh, Earn Your Leisure podcast, and they were doing an interview with him, and he was talking about how expensive it is to run a school. And he was talking about how he hits up every – you know, Jalen Rose got a, 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 a far reach. Uh, he in with all the NBA players, all the uh, all the uh, rappers and hip-hop heads, all that stuff. And he talks about how, you know, uh, uh, everybody in Detroit is pretty much locked in. He said you can call Big Sean, T. Grizzly, get them all locked in. They'll donate to the school in a heartbeat. But, you know, he was talking about how pe- how many people say he they will donate, and then he says he calls them and they don't answer that phone but it, but even Jalen Rose school uh is having issues you know with keeping uh like he had one wing who didn't even have that, that didn't even have HVAC uh he didn't have AC when he was doing the interview with um with uh EYL you know what I mean and I thought that was I thought that said that says a lot you know what I mean if one wing of your school then only the new side has HVAC you know what I mean and you're doing the interview in the school so that, like and we know Jalen Rose is is caked up you know what I'm saying so what was that? All right. Anyway, I just pretend like that didn't happen. I hope that didn't come across. Oh, did y'all hear that? Yeah, I heard something. That sounded like a gremlin was in the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> it did. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, but uh, like I said, back to what I was saying, we know Jalen Rose is caked up, and for him to have been, been having issues uh, running the school, it doesn't surprise me that somebody who's trying to do right by the community and uh, taking in donations like Dr. Umar is, is having issues. Uh, and it's been as long as it's been that uh, he's been having these issues. Mm-hmm. He so, bought a car. 
He bought, he bought a car with that. He did something. Right. He did. Well, I don't know if he has a car because he's always <laughs> seems to be live streaming from a car, never in the driver's seat. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know. <laughs> but again, I'm not here to bash my brother. I'm just saying, like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with transparency in certain in certain elements with that stuff, especially if it's not where it needs to be. Because if you're telling uh, dates I, or I saying this is when the school coming out and people got questions, yeah. same thing with GNF. Yeah. If you're doing something that shouldn't be done, or if they feel as if you're siphoning money and they need this stuff to get the local chapters back cracking mm-hmm. so that they can continue to do community stuff, especially after COVID, um, you know, you would think that the, the the volunteering might go down or something like that. So if they're feeling like money is being siphoned, mm-hmm. you know, that should be addressed to an extent. And I'm yeah, glad that they're going the law like with it. You know, carry on the perception that if you donate to black people, they fuck the money off. That's the part I well, we, No uh, doubt. Well, Brett Favre is changing that perception. <laughs> man, fuck Brett Favre, man. <laughs> so I don't know, man. man. I'm the biggest Packer fan in the room. So so what's the like like so what's the solution for this? Like, you know what I mean? Because we can present a problem, but like what's what's the solution? I guess, I guess we just want all these nonprofits just to have their books open. No, not necessarily. No, but no, what no, we're no, saying no. is is if they're not if they're requesting money and they're not getting any then what's going on that's all they're saying like that's that's what's going on like i'm not again i'm not here to bash black lives matter i still think it's a benefit mm-hmm. to an extent especially from a local standpoint oh i was more so talking, the, i was more so talking about like the schools and dr umar too like kind of oh yeah yeah well no nah, you ain't got to open all the books up yeah. but again like i said if you're saying the school's about to come out at this time and then it you're still oh well, we need this or we need the hvac like i said i've i've heard different uh i've heard podcasts from uh, uh, Lord Jamar, things of that nature. His 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 community is on open schools. He has people in his families that open schools. They've offered their assistance to him. There are other people that have said they've offered their assistance to Dr. Umar. And he said, I don't want to go that route. I don't want to do this. And I want to do it this way. That's all cool. I get it. You want to do it how you want to do it. But if people are offering help, especially because you always seem to be wanting assistance, he, he, he does that quite a bit. You know that that's where that gap Donations. is. Like, where what is going on in between that? And if gifts. you feel like what you're doing is, the, <laughs> thank you, gifts, <laughs> donations, and all that funny shit. Like, okay, that's cool. This this joke for us to laugh at and all that other stuff. Again, I still think Umar is a benefit, especially when he talks about black children, black yeah. trauma, things that no, people are going through. But again, uh-huh. it's just certain things that do need to be addressed. In certain ca- in cases, that's yeah. all. I ain't got nothing against them. Yeah. You can keep certain things up under wraps and under your business, yeah. but when you again, when the school's supposed to be coming out at this certain time, and then we keep pushing the dates out, just give you know let let people know what's going on, especially if they're donating that money and and they're at, eager to join that school. Mm-hmm. Where it, are there in, both, in both cases, uh, uh, the public uh, perception uh, is bad, right? It's and time. It's time also you know, where are the teachers? Where are the, where's the staff? Like, is it's, there it's is that sound, even sound, set up yet? You know, those types sound, of people. Sound people are interested in those things. That's <laughs> all. And he's not going to get any government sure, funding. You donate? No, no, it sounds suspect. Listen, so, like, we all in business, and when we know business, right, <clears throat> number one, him not wanting help from people who are in that field that really can help him out. And he's an intelligent brother. So, 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 Number one, first red flag. And he's a very intelligent brother. So you have lawyers, you have people look at this, you have, you go, you probably have an investor like, hey, how much, how much do I need to get this going? Or, you know, I mean, you have professional people that tell you these things when you're starting a school. He don't want nobody having it because he want to be the only person looking at them donations. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. I mean, that that, that could, go ahead, my bad. You, I've never started a school. But I know the basis of what I would need to try to start a school. And he ain't got none of that. You get what I'm saying? Like, like, and then he don't even want help from people who've already started schools that are 
brothers that he could probably trust. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I mean, but, but the, 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 money, the, the type of personality that Dr. Umar got, it seemed like he like like he don't want he just don't want to have to answer to nobody or no board. Uh, on on the, on the progress, so that's why he kind of wants to have a control itself. You know what I mean? Because when you well, take, then we when, not when you, get, well, then we not giving your crazy ass no money, fam. Right. You really not coming at us with a real number. <laughs> you not coming at us with a real number. Said, right. hey, this yeah, is really, right. this is really what, we, this is really what I need to make this. Mm-hmm. And like Kendall said, how you many just, days? You just you, saying because you really donations. don't know, right? You just yeah. saying donate to FDMG school. And again, this it's, is like to me that's that's the same thing Donald Trump was doing. Like, okay, hey y'all. It's fucked up, uh, you know, January 3rd, uh, and even after the we, our election was stolen, but still donate because we're going to fight this hey, lawsuit. Them, them Trump like, emails be the best. Right, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. What so it, funny. Do you really think he's putting that money towards a lawsuit? Hell no. To, and he's going to sue the government? No, it's for him. It's for his pocket. And I'm not saying Dr. Umar is doing that. I'm just saying that's when it starts to look sketchy. You over here telling us to donate some money to your to, for your lawsuit fund. And you're not gonna spend no money on that. You're gonna but spend we, that money we, on we your see debt. that. We see that all the time, like with, right. with everything from like GoFundMe's and everything. Like right. people get the but money listen, and do I, what I, they want to do with listen, it. Listen, I'll donate to the Kendall Atlanta Fund Foundation before I give Dr. Umar. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not giving money to Dr. Umar for yeah. certain cases, a certain thing, not necessarily the school, but just other mm-hmm. other fundraisers and things that he's yeah, I'm just and I do and I do yeah, think that people some of those people should be paid for what they're doing, for the services that they provide absolutely, and things like that. But be transparent absolutely. about those things. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, I feel like I need to get paid a little bit the, the stuff I'm putting y'all on because some of he y'all don't know what the hell's going on. on. So I ain't not absolutely that. have itself on a salary. But right. you, when you ain't got HVACs and stuff like that, somebody <laughs> did some horrible miscalculation. Where's your account? Sir? And there have been people literally that have gotten on pies and said, I've, I called him and told him I'll do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? I mean, these people want, there's people that want this school to come out because they believe in his message in a lot of ways. Right. So, so that's what I'm saying. And he's been a principal. He's had experience with being a principal from what I've been told, you know, what I've heard from him. Just, you know, I've been to some of his speeches and things of that nature. You know, I mean, the so, fact that it's a school, period, though, show you that. No, I, and I support somewhere. I support yeah, it. I ain't saying he right. just fully right. on some bullshit. What I'm saying is, is, I'm not saying he bought the school to say, man, I want all these millions of dollars. Maybe something didn't go the way that he planned. And now, you know, he's he's kind of doubling back a little bit and needs some more time, you know, which is fine. But just say that. Just be like, hey, man, I ain't gonna lie. I need to about 2025. <laughs> and everybody gonna understand them. You know, they gonna understand that because people people support Dr. Umar for the most part. You know, not everyone, but, you know, there are people that will support him because he is a threat in many ways. And uh, you know he always, for the most part, ride for 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 his people. I and mean, you got to you know you got to love certain things about that, mm-hmm. for real. Yes, sir. And uh, uh, you have one other thing, Kenny. You want to bring up too? Oh. Uh, was it Aretha Franklin? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you know we were also talking about women, and uh, you know, <laughs> kind of the uh, the the tapping <laughs> of the communications. So I just thought this would be a good article oh, to talk oh, about. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh um there's an article that came out in rolling stone about aretha franklin um the title is sorry give me one second uh aretha franklin was tracked by the fbi for 40 years and here's what's in her file so just kind of want to talk about that so from 1967 to 2007 the federal bureau of investigation or the fbi methodically collected information about aretha franklin from 1967 y'all, to 2007 <laughs> Okay. All right. Using false phone calls, surveillance, infiltration, 
and highly placed sources, according to the documents obtained earlier by the Rolling Stone. So these are like declassified documents uh, as a result of the Freedom of Information Act, uh, which happened on August 17, 2018. So um, it's 270 pages long. Um, and it's throughout those documents is peppered with different phrases like black extremists, pro-communists, hate America, radical, racial violence, and militant black power. And overwhelming with suspicion about the singer, her work, and other activists and entertainers with whom she spent time with. Some of the documents are heavily redacted and others in indicate that there may be some additional materials in the FBI's possession that they did not release. And the Rolling Stone has requested the FBI to make available of all of those additional records, which we know they will not. So uh, Aretha Franklin was born. Reason why they're kind of, you know, they were kind of uh, stalking her and doing all this other crazy that was, that shit. That was my next question. Yeah. Yeah. She was born uh, in Detroit um, and her dad, you know, she sang in a choir. Her dad, Clarence Franklin, he was a minister and he was also a civil rights activist. So she followed in a lot of his footsteps, even when she went into her musical career um, and did a lot of civil rights activity. So that's the reason why she was one of those people that they were, you know, fucking tracking and stalking. Um, so Franklin's, uh, Aretha Franklin's work on behalf of uh, civil rights and her association with Martin Luther King, Angela Davis, and other civil rights um, justice or social justice revolutionaries uh, became that preoccupation of the FBI. So uh, there were other singers, of course, that they tracked, shout out to Sam Cooke, um, phone numbers, uh, activities regularly tracked by agents, uh, according to the documents obtained by Rolling Stone, uh, along with all the surveillance, the FBI documents contain letters and reports of death threats against Franklin. So uh, in 1974, for example, she received a letter that said, Dear Aretha, I'm still in charge of you. I'm not to be crossed. You should be uh, paying, paying me some more of my money. Evidently, your advisors do not know the dangers of neglecting what I'm saying. I would hate to drag your father into this, quote, uh, end quote. What, what and year then was in this? 19 uh, 1974. Okay. In 1979, four months after her father was shot, <laughs> there we go, she received yet another threat from a man who said that he was going to kill her and her family. So in a separate incident, uh, the files show that and it was an extortion attempt against Franklin, and there was information about the suspects in these incidents that have been redacted. And of course, the FBI declined several requests to comment on that article for this for this article when Rolling Stone reached out to them. So you see that clearly she was some sort of threat to these people, um, especially, like I said, within her family, whatever she whatever extent to work that she was doing outside of that. But it's also a lot of paranoia and, um, you know, white people being racist. That's just, you know, the reality of the situation, because if you think about Martin Luther King, they used to do the same thing to him. They would write letters. They would call him. They tell him, we're watching you. We're going to kill you. You need to or you need to kill yourself because we're going to tell your wife about what you've been doing or, you know, uh, just just to try to put a whole bunch of different demons inside of this man's head to get him to just kill himself to make it easier for them before they ultimately assassinated him. All right. Sorry. That's these are all my thoughts. Nothing. Of these reflect the, the end of the co-host. This is just me. Yes. No, I agree. Too. Right, but I'm just saying I ain't, you know, and I just don't like to. It's, no. do, it's documented too. You know, you know what's kind of crazy, because Kanye, mm -hmm. Kanye West says the same says, and 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 I know how certain one of y'all feel about Kanye, <laughs> but Kanye, Kanye West says a lot of this, and we got to remember that his father was a civil rights photographer and part of the Black Panthers as well, and his father, uh, uh, he always refers to his father as like the 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 new Steve, the the, the uh, 
we call him new Steve Jobs or original Steve Jobs because he talks about all the um, you know the green initiatives that his father's doing in Wyoming, and he basically basically got a, a limited funding from Kanye West to his father to fund whatever his father's trying to do as far as like uh, grow food uh, organically and all that type of stuff. And uh, they're doing a lot of different weird projects that's supposed to be sustainable in uh, Wyoming, but his father is kind of like the head of all that. And it's kind of crazy to, to see how they do our celebrities. And I, I, it wouldn't be lost on me if they've done some of the same things to Kanye West. And that's kind of why he, he seems so sp- sporadic as he seems uh, when we see him on interviews and when he yells that they ain't going to kill me and all that type of stuff. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so among the documents obtained, some of which were newly declassified, is the 1968 document discussing funeral plans for Martin Luther King, calling it a racial situation, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, it further notes that Sammy Davis Jr., Aretha Franklin of this group, some have uh, supported militant black power concepts. So there was a performance at the MLK Memorial by these prominent entertainers, um, and they would provide emotional spark, which would then, which could ignite, quote unquote, which could ignite racial disturbance in this area. So this is, like I said, the paranoia that uh, the FBI and white people had of entertainment because they understand music the is a conduit for certain things. So yeah. like, you know, they, they, they don't, they're, they're fearful of some sort of black Messiah, things of that nature, just like Martin Luther King, you know, they used to call him that, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's, that's the fear of those things just because they want to hold dear to being racist. Yeah. All right. So I the think, FBI, I think, at, I think at that time they was any black person with some level of notoriety. They was on that. Yeah, that 40 was years, right. Based on what they were doing, though, yeah. like if they were actually a part of these circles, some of them right. they weren't even doing much. Right, right. But someone like Aretha, clearly she was doing a little bit, but nothing to the where they need to do all of this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, so the FBI also tried and failed to connect Franklin to the Black Liberation Army and other so-called, quote, radical movements. Um, in one case, the FBI detailed her 1971 contract with Atlantic Records, quote, just in case agents could link Franklin's business dealings to the Black Panther Party. So you see they were trying to figure out ways to, to basically frame her Time into being a part of these organizations, um, which, you know, Black Panther Party is not even that violent, which, you know, we can talk about all day. But anyway, uh, from the uh, very early days of the civil rights movement and through today, uh, the government has been known to keep tabs on prominent Black leaders. We know this, entertainers and activists and scores of other celebrities involved in anti-war or social justice movements or whom J. Edgar Hoover, who was FBI director at that time, thought it might be beneficial to collect dirt about. Um, Also, if you would like to learn about his anti-gay cross-dressing ass, uh, check out uh, J. Edgar Hoover by, which is, no, excuse me, check out J. Edgar with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's a great movie. So, and if ladies, you love Leo, yeah, there you go. Check it out. Anyway, uh, Marvin Gaye has a brief six page file, which details an incident that followed him not being paid for a concert. Jimi Hendrix uh, has a file, including documents related to a marijuana bust in Canada. Uh, Miriam Makiba, uh, an anti-apartheid uh, activist who was married to Stokely Carmichael, she has a 292-page file which details the couple's every move, including buying new home appliances. Um, <laughs> hilarious. Petty. A rolling. Hmm? I think it's petty as hell. Absolutely, like that's what they do best. You, I, I wonder what they got on uh, what, what Jay Z and Beyonce file look like. I'm sure there's a file. I'm sure there's a file. Um, As Rolling Stone reported, the Monkees, which is uh, Mickey Dolan's, he's suing the FBI after it failed to hand over their full file. Uh, The agency has on them. Uh, Robin Gibb, Rodney Houston, Notorious B.I.G. also have uh, files from uh, the FBI. 
Uh, and again, these are once again, people that were really doing anything. I mean, I'd never known Biggie to do anything activist wise, but right. again, they, you know, they're probably worried about the whole Biggie and Tupac thing after Pac was that because absolutely they have stuff on Tupac because yeah. of Graffini Shakur, right. Matulu Shakur, Miramu Jamal. Well, the thing about it, they probably uh, uh, they probably made sure that he didn't because you know Biggie, he was galvanizing the whole the whole coast of people like the all, like all of New York was behind him. You know what I'm saying? So man, imagine if he would have got got quote unquote uh, conscious. Right, but Entirely no, no doubt. But I'm just saying, you know, there's a reason why Tupac was killed. You oh, know yeah, what I'm facts, saying? Like facts, he was, he facts, was doing facts. too much. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. no, I, he's going to Cuba, he's going to Cuba and these other areas. I'm not, and I'm not comparing to say who's better than yeah. who. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying he was probably a part of that. And they like, you know what? Let's just put a file on him just in case. Right. Let's no, just make sure that he's not going to go too far off the deep end as well. No, you know no, basically, no, basically, what I'm saying is just, it's just the th the threat of. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right, right, like, for sure. Like white, Absolutely. like white supremacists is terrified of. Of yeah. black people galvanizing and coming uprising. together, that For yeah, sure. uprising, they t terrified of it. So anybody, no, I see any, what you're saying. anybody that got the power to galvanize people to get them to come together and people actually follow behind them, uh, right? It, it, it seemed like they terrified of that. So I'm pretty sure they got a file on on a lot of these celebrities because because you, you know it's hard. Think about it. Like we talk about how hard it is just to bring black people together. To uh, we, we can't bring five friends together to start a business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine how hard it is to bring hundreds of thousands and even millions of people together. But you know, some people have that power through through arts and entertainment. You know, mm -hmm. absolutely. <laughs> um, and if like to your point, if Biggie would have started, you know, wearing uh, you know. African garb or some shit, and you probably would have seen others under him, you know, who who looked up to him, you know, start jumping in on the fray with that stuff too. Plus, you know, New York is pretty heavy um, in those areas any, anyway with the five percenters and the different, you know, ways that they think of things. So, so, so it would be, it would definitely be interesting to see his file. Mm -hmm. um, but um, so anyway, so I'm almost done here. But uh, despite four decades of surveillance and hundreds of pages of notes, um, the bureau ultimately never found anything on her. Um, and they couldn't link any, quote, extreme or radical activities as a result. Um, so uh, her her daughter, uh, Kikaf Franklin, was quoted as saying, I'm not really sure if my mother was aware that she had ever been targeted by the FBI and followed. Um, I do know that she was she had absolutely nothing to hide, though. Um, she goes on to say, uh, it does make me feel a certain way knowing the FBI had targeted and wanted to know every her every move. Uh, but at the same time, knowing my mother and the way that she ran her business, I knew she had nothing to hide, so they wouldn't have found anything and were wasting their time. And as you can see, they never found anything at all. So, um, yeah, just just wanted years, to bring light to that. To hold Jerome's point about black women and uh, what they've experienced and being double minorities. I mean, this is a prime example. You've been, Not only were you being followed during the 1960s of civil rights movement, you were followed all the way through 2007. And she passed away, what, in the 2010 sometime? Yeah. So they've been basically following her majority of her career. And again, they had no reason to. So again, magnify right. that with people that actually had something to do with something and how intricate and nosy and, you know, racist yeah. <laughs> that they had to be to really be that concerned with people's lives. And if anybody would like to learn more, there's a great book called the FBI war on Tupac and black leaders. Now, ignore the Tupac. It's just trying to bring light of it because, again, he was a part of the Panthers Association because of so many people in his family that were a part of it. But there's Huey Newton, Afeni Matulu, Malcolm Martin, Bobby Seale, Asada Shakur, who's still in Cuba right now. Shout out to her. Uh, Siku Aduga, um, Mamiwa Abdul-Jamar, Jimi Hendrix, 
Fred Hampton, uh, Robert Kennedy, Jam Master J. <laughs> Crazy. Woo, this country. Um, but yes, definitely <laughs> check this book. A Stokely Carmichael's in here. Kwame Ture, however you want to call him. P. Diddy, he's a part of this in here. Um, so there, there's a lot of um, information uh, in this book. Um, there's declassified documents. Um, there's a digital version if you want it. Um, but you should definitely check it out. Right, it's Kevin, very interesting. Show the book one more time, please. But hold up. On yes, sir. Say something and hold it there. FBI War on Tupac Shakur and Other Black Leaders. Great book. I've had this book since, I don't even know, probably early 2000s. Um, well, probably early, yeah. Or late 2000s. Yeah, probably later 2000s, I'll say. Um, but it's a great book. Definitely good frame of reference as well. So mm -hmm. check it out and get it on Amazon, any other um, outlets. And of course, there are other books out here. Um, especially it might even be more now because there's been more declassified documents that have come out since then. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. Uh, su super interesting stuff, man. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, they see that, like I said, that just goes out to my point of just about the America having a diversity issue and, you know, <laughs> you know, oh like, boy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, uh, we we we, really? got, we got it there. <laughs> this is, this is, you don't say this is, this is, this is a little, really? uh, uh, and it's go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's definitely not isolated to just black people or anything like that. I'm not saying that. The Dixie Chicks were uh, railroaded after they were shitting on George Bush. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, Eminem had some issues when he was saying snipe George, uh, snipe Big Cheney, uh, kill, kill George Bush, all this type of shit. You know, just said a little bit lyrically, you know, to where you could consume it. But um, there's there's plenty of other artists and things like that. Like I just told you, the Monkees, you know, they're a white band. Um, they, they had a full file on them, you know, so it wasn't just isolated to, you know, just black people, but um, you know, they were, of course, the majority in those cases, <laughs> of course, when it comes to surveillance. Mm -hmm. In most cases. Uh, all right. Um, some, some unrelated, more, more so in the, in the, in the silly round, because uh, we've been super serious. I didn't expect this podcast to get super serious that fast. <laughs> like, I, didn't, I, had no, I had no chance to joke with y'all or nothing, man. But, uh, 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 Everything ain't a joke, my brother. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Donations. <laughs> niggas, niggas put, put on they, uh, they black leathers quick as hell. <laughs> and they, uh, what's, what's some things? Donations. I'm going to get my koofy. Yeah, koofy, black leather, quick as hell. But, um, mm -hmm. uh, j just about accountability, man, because I was having a conversation earlier about uh how women <laughs> call themselves holding us accountable accountable like they're some kind of authority figure but they don't even even know how even know how you properly hold somebody accountable <laughs> it's always oh, it's we, always a bunch of misogyny okay yeah but it, it, it ain't misogyny i mean we can say, it, we can say it, but, i mean because well you can yeah yeah you can say that but 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 here, here's my thing though when, when it comes to holding don't somebody, nobody want to hear that truth today bro no no but no <laughs> right, right, right but now here, here's my thing when it comes to holding holding people accountable man like 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 the proper way to do it right you got to have clear expectations like the first step to holding somebody accountable is setting your expectation making sure that they clear make sure that they understand understood by the other person right making sure that 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 you give that person the 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 knowledge that they need to be successful and that's it's a two-way conversation right you can't just sit up there and say well or expect somebody to know was what are called quote-unquote basic relationship norms you know what i'm saying you got to set the clear expectation and that uh, the, you have to set a clear uh, uh, way for them to be capable of meeting those expectations. You can't give somebody who doesn't have the tools to meet your expectations, <laughs> uh, um, uh, or expect them to be capable of meeting your expectations when they don't have the tools. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 I, I think this is that that's something that's quite lost in in, in relationships. How do y'all feel about that? I, I think it's a, a difference between holding me accountable and wanting me to do what you want. Facts. 
It's it's a huge that's, difference. That's what, Absolutely. That's what, uh, that's where the confusion comes in, mm-hmm. and, and 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 I think I think a lot of people uh, miss that, and that's what I'm uh, brought about having a genuine two way conversation, and before it's over, ask the other person to summarize the important pieces, uh, so they can uh, so you can reach an outcome that you're going for. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it's never a two way conversation. It's always about what I want you to do. Well, you have home. to hold yourself accountable first before you can hold anybody else accountable. So. Oh, don't say that, Trey. <laughs> well, I, I, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't say who I'm talking about. So I, 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 can, I can mean men too. I can mean men oh, too. Oh, okay. So I, I, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, but you yeah. but but my thing is you got to know yourself in or in order to uh, even set expectations because you got to know what you expect from a person and what you willing to deal with and, and what you not willing to deal with, right? But like I said, also it has to be a two way conversation because the person that you're talking to, they might not have the tools to meet your expectations. So maybe you might have to move on from that. So all I'm gonna say is I'm just gonna read here. Active listening is the practice of preparing to listen, <laughs> observing with verbal and nonverbal messages are being sent, and then providing appropriate feedback for the sake of showing attentiveness to the message being presented. This form of listening conveys a mutual understanding between speaker and listener. That's, and that's I'll leave not, it at that. That's not existing in most cases. No, no, okay. No. Uh, but uh, um, I know y'all. Verb- we know y'all verbal and y'all nonverbal, ladies no, and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm still, I'm still on the on on on, on emphasis on, on the nonverbal on on the proper way to hold somebody account- accountable. So like you got to have another another way is you got to have the clear measurements. You got to let the person know. Yeah, no, nothing surprised somebody who's trying to that who who's in a leadership position like a uh, uh, surprise failure, right? So you have to have clear measurements right like you you have to be able to like I said brainstorm have a two-way conversation about clearing like setting the expectations like you know what i mean you have to you have you have to have clear measurements if you're not having clear measurements on what what is it going to take for you to meet the expectations that person is going to fail you every single time <laughs> you know what i mean so and, so no that's a fact. so what you're what you're what you're saying um Jerome, Can't blame somebody that, if they don't know right what you're saying is that we can't read women's minds is that what you're saying I'm saying, know, you, I'm saying that you, 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 so you're saying so you're saying that we don't have these special abilities to really know what's going on in their head. I'm right? saying no one can read anyone's mind, my train. <laughs> okay. I'm saying a huge, yeah. a huge. Uh, basically, if y'all not uh, from from what I'm what I'm explaining to y'all here, um, communication is a huge part of holding somebody accountable. So if you're not properly communicating, and, and when when it comes to setting expectations, you can't. It's Are almost impossible to hold most somebody in. Contact. Women don't communicate. I'm not saying. Why do you keep talking about women? I'm talking about people in general. It's hard for people to communicate. Oh, okay. okay. Like, <laughs> we're talking about women. Are you trying to turn me into a misogynist, sure. bro? You gonna get me canceled on this no, podcast? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just making sure. I'm just trying to make sure what we're talking about, so the listeners know. It's and be clear. Misogyny. But anyway. I just want the listeners to know. So I will also go with the six key active listening skills. <laughs> One, talk, talk to me, Kendall. Pay attention. Oh, Two, oh, withhold shit. judgment. Three, oh, reflect. Oh. Four, not not deflect. Nope. See that? See, oh. read, mm. read. Uh-huh. Number three, reflect. Four, clarify. Five, summarize. And six, share. You Man, see I that? Get that shit tatted. I say, mm-hmm. 
and those those are those are t- uh, t- typical uh, uh, typical. Uh, uh, things. It's a part Exercise. of being a leader. Yeah, typical typical exercises that people try. Like even when you go through re- relationship counseling, those are typical exercises that you do in relationship counseling. It's it's ne- it's never about the. So if somebody tells you that they feel a certain way, let me explain it that way. If somebody tells you tells you that they feel a certain way, their feelings aren't invalid. You know what I mean? Now you can explain to them why their feelings are unreasonable, <laughs> or or, why, right. or 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 how you know how you came to your conclusion when when dealing with their feelings. So, but you have to you have to do it in a way where you're not unvalidating their feelings because their feelings are always. And I ain't gonna front. Sometimes that shit ain't valid. No, it's it, sometimes. I get Absolutely. it, but I, I, I get it, Blaze. But I just try. I'm just talking about when it comes to effective co- communication. Like, like, like some because somebody go, like if you just tell the motherfucker, oh, I don't, you know, you tripping. Just okay, I get it. You was mad. You know what I'm saying? You 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 valid for being mad. But let me explain to you why. You know I, how I arrived here, or you know what I mean? Like from a from a, a genuine space. And that's. But I, I think that's kind of why I think number three, clarify, or excuse me, number three, reflect, and four, clarify, is right. because it, like, sometimes I think what we do is, is we will we'll listen to somebody and then we'll interpret what we think they're saying. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we like, oh, well, this is what you mean. Like, no. Hey, kid, you I'm, teaching, dog. Yeah. I'm going to start yeah. over and I'm going to tell you what I just said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm about to reflect and I'm going to clarify. Mm-hmm. And, I, <laughs> and then, we'll, then we can summarize mm-hmm. and share. Right. Sex. Sorry. All right, me. sex is hilarious, but no, and 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 that's what I'm saying. That's and that's why that, that's what comes into the point of not uh, unvalid, unva- invalidating somebody's feeling. Like they can feel however they want to feel, but like right. like Kendall said, you have to clarify. It. Like you know what I mean, and, mm-hmm. and and get them to active listen when you're doing that. And and and, and, and I can care and not care. Yeah, and that will make you a sociopath. <laughs> But that's why we that's why we do number two blaze and we withhold judgment <laughs> because you're judging by not giving a fuck i'm out of i'm out of water over here i gotta though. do better yeah, you, yeah man hey, hey listen though listen blaze blaze we hey, one of, hey let me tell y'all something real quick though one of my ex-girlfriends became a a therapist and i was like i don't know if that's my fault <laughs> or if that was a good thing because i used to always tell her to do it like i'm like you should do that like <laughs> was, was I the problem? Probably. That is sustainable. I wasn't reflecting. She couldn't understand you. It drove her insane. <laughs> that's that's probably how she said. I'm going to go to school. They're going to teach me how to understand. Yeah. But, but my, 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 my whole point of bringing this up, too, is like, you know what I'm saying? Like being a, being a cisgender, masculine, black male, like you are a leader. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you got somebody that's cisgender and they, and they are submissive person under you like you know what i'm saying you you gonna be you you're a leader man so like you have to take these these leadership skills and it's hard managing relationships you know what i'm saying and a lot of us mm-hmm. weren't taught that we are leaders in our household you know what i'm saying but you but that that's exactly what you are so that's the reason i want to bring that up about like accountability and, and like kendall's kendall's point active listening it's all about leadership skills and this shit actually actually works from a practical perspective you know what i'm saying if you got that kind of relationship Yep. And that's very important. Like, you know, you got somebody who you can actually talk to and, and, and share, you know, share that, like, you know, you know, aside from the, you know, the six steps, but no, it's just very important that you had that type of relationship with somebody. And that's why it's so important when people say you got to be friends first with somebody you're going to date. Cause you know, they got to be able to, 
you know, understand from your point of view. And then you jump right into a relationship. Sometimes I think people will be trying to just tell you, oh, well, this is how it's supposed to be. You know, this is how you, right. this is what you're supposed to be doing. It's what, like, wait, like, right. how do you know? And, you know, where was your successful relationship? But, you know, sometimes we have to listen. Don't tell me what I'm supposed Especially to if you don't have great experience with relationships yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one thing I went through. Especially being married and then you're done in six hey, months. Man, I'm, I'm watching this, the Celtics game and it, it's weird not seeing uh, Udoka on the bench. <laughs> see, you don't know, was out of control. See, you don't. I'm gonna tell you what Neil Long problem is. Neil Long, Neil Long. Oh man, you about hey man, you you about to get us canceled for it? No, no. I'm gonna tell you what Neil Long's problem is. No, I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. No, I was gonna say I was gonna say she didn't set clear expectations. That's all I was gonna say. But but listen. But listen, she, she apparently it was some expectations set. You allowed this man to be engaged to you for ten years. Now I'm not gonna blame, but I'm but all bullshit aside, I'm not gonna I'm not uh, joke. I'm just joking. Um, uh, I'm not gonna blame. Do the right I, promise ring. Right, yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna jump into uh, into their bullshit. Uh, like you know what I'm saying? Because right. you don't. We, I, just, I, I, we can I mean, just make fun. Yeah, we just make fun of it. Like I said, they, they, he was wrong. But I, what I think is weird though is which I didn't know what was happening until I got on Twitter last week is that the internet is actually blaming me alone. That is insane. No, but I you know, that. you know. Well, I'm not. Know how that no, goes. no, just a lot of everybody. No, I just trolling. Trust, you know, it's a little yeah, bit it probably is trolling. Yeah, I don't, I don't even see how that that, and, and, that and it's, it's, It'd be it'd be a lot of speculation too, though. You know, like yeah. we we found out that people are insane, so <laughs> they have nothing to do but sit online on Instagram, and mm-hmm. Facebook, and Twitter, and you know what I mean, like all day. And and, and like, I'm man. sure I'm 100 percent sure more majority of them people was men. Right. Oh, for sure. Of course, yeah, you know, they was... 100%. Captain, Captain say, well, you know... What's crazy is, what's crazy <laughs> is, like, they really be making up their own stories. Like, everybody's making up their own They've been engaged for 10 years. If it wasn't no social media, she probably would have called them like, damn, you got caught. What you want? She might be in a sister wives. We don't know. Like, just, mm-hmm. just shut up. Let's hope she's not authorizing that. At least have some quality. Well, no, no, I'm just saying. I'm right. just saying, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she, they might even have an open <laughs> so relationship. See, this, see, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know, though. This, this is where hey, I missed. You've been engaged is... for 10 years. So you got it. You got it. When you did the sister wife, you got to have a sister wife where he's like, at least the bitch right. was cute. <laughs> cute, yeah. Hey, but but it, I'm just saying, uh, bro, they might have an open relationship. We don't know, but everybody. No, yeah, we don't. Like, no, for sure. But it, it's just the but way they that. Might, they might have an open relationship, and he might have just went out of too much. Let me say this. Absolutely. This is where this is where I miss Kevin. This is where I miss Kevin Samuels because Kevin Samuels would have been said this. See, this is what I told you. You can't make this shit up. Uh, what do he say? He say uh, high, what do he say? High value man. They don't cheat. They exercise options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he exercised. Yeah, he exercised all the options. All the options, though. You know, he's out of right, control. You're too close to the job. You can't yeah. be. You know, you gotta. Right. You gotta, you gotta be messing with the concession stand women or something. You can't be out here messing with the VP. Right. He wild. He was just acting out of control. That's all. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't fuck that close to your job. You're doing too much. Yeah, I, I, I got. I got a term. I say you don't shit where you eat. That's right. And I'm not saying, you know, you can't, you know, you want to mess around with some people in the NBA or part of the organization or whatever. All right, whatever. But like not directly at, at the job. Like <laughs> from what it sounded like, Matt Barnes even said it, you know, uh, what what epoch was he on? Was he on Vlad or no, he was on something else. I don't know. But he said he said when when the real story come out of what he was doing, 
I'm 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 be surprised if he even keep his job in the NBA. Period. I was like, damn, right. like, mm. what the fuck was he doing? Like, yeah. he must be getting some toes sucked by. Uh, uh, you know what I'm I mean? pretty sure he was, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> y'all so yeah, stupid, man. man. But y'all, y'all got anything else to add, man? Hey, y'all, y'all got hey, anything else? Y'all, y'all, y'all watch, y'all watch. Didn't even say, do you know what I mean? He said, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. I'm not watching Dom. I don't support that bullshit. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna probably watch it, but um. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad I I am glad to an extent. I, I don't like the whole glorification of the serial murderer that America is. They right. love to have, but uh, I'm glad that some of these stories do come out so that we can, you know, showcase once again <laughs> racism and privilege because that's the only reason why he got away with them seventeen murderers. Hey, murders. No, if if you want to see it, then that's definitely what you're gonna see on there. Yeah, that's all it is. Police just yeah. ignoring it. Police uh, or, or some saying, "Hey, he's doing our job." We, you know, we don't care about these gays. <laughs> that's that's another angle. No, you know what I'm saying? No, especially, so. especially being f- that we from Milwaukee, and we yeah, it, it was a lot of shit that I remember, but it was a lot of shit that I that did. you didn't know about. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. like I said, I just found out about that forty thousand hit that the vice lords put on him. I didn't know that. That I just thought it was a random brother who was just tired of the shit. Speaks, speaks, speak, speak, speak. Catch the catch the audience up, Kendall. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. So I just I just uh, um I was watching um um. What's my man on um uh with the ghetto boys? He got a podcast now. Uh Chuck D. Willie D. Willie, Willie D. Willie, yeah, he Willie, he was talking about it. Chuck, um Chuck but D. yeah, it was a forty thousand yeah. dollar hit by the uh, gang, this uh, famous gang and um I think they originated in Chicago and kind of bled over the Midwest. Their vice the, the vice lords, they put a forty thousand dollar hit on Jeffrey Dahmer. And uh, to get him killed in prison. For for, for those so, for, for those of you who aren't affiliated, the Vice Lords is a is a gang that uh, where they originated from? Was it the Midwest or just say yeah? yeah hey, I just said that. You did. High as hell. Oh, I wasn't listening. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Active listening. Dog. Active, Active listening. listening oh, my brother. I zoned out for a month, let, like let, a month. Hey, <laughs> hey, let, 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 let it happen. Clarify. Going off. Hey, I Listen I, without I judgment. Sir. Well, Kendall did go off on me, so <laughs> continue, Kendall. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, no, you good. I'm just talking shit. But um, but yeah. So it was a you know gang originated out the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Off them, you know, got got them off in there. They smacked him up with a pipe. I love it. And um, but yeah, you know, I just I didn't even know that to Blaze's point. That's all I was basically saying. Um, but I do I do appreciate to a level of it that they brought it back out to an extent and talked about it because once again. These are again another subset of group that nobody cares about, and that you know there's just kind of water under the bridge. So I don't appreciate some of the LT, LGBTQ community saying it paints them in a bad light or something that they were trying to say. Like I don't think that was the case. I, I just think see, that I, I just think that. he was a serial murderer, and they wanted to glorify another one, like as they always, just like they did with Ted Bundy, just like they did with John Wayne Gacy. You know, there's a culture that. of that. You know, that's just what I was hearing about. So. Um, I don't think it was like a majority thing, but it probably, you know, like how it is on the internet, you know, by a subset of that group saying it, you know, and then trying to, trying to make it go viral or something. So, uh, but I, but I do appreciate the fact that it, like I said, came out and that it's their story can be talked, but uh, spoken about. But my problem is, is when you don't involve the actual victims in these things, and then when they watch this shit, it's all traumatic and crazy. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think there should be a level of that. Like, Hey, we're going to be bringing up this story. We're going to be doing a documentary on this or a movie. You know, just to let the people know, have some sort of sincerity to an extent about these things, because that was a heinous 
thing that that brother was doing. He wasn't just shooting people. He's eating them and con- I was consuming them mm-hmm. and all this other weirdo ass shit, <clears throat> trying to make him seem like it, he's it some sort of unique like how, figure. How fucked up right. the Milwaukee Police Department. Was. That's it. That's it. That's it. Exactly. And like I said, it was nothing but racism and discrimination. That's all it was. And he was a racist cannibal. No different. And then the punk ass police did not care about those people. Yeah. You know, this house smelling like fucking rat shit and nobody's doing anything. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah, people said, are complaining, calling the police, letting them know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing anything because yeah. we don't care. Yeah, I, I literally remember that shit like it was yesterday. And that's why I refused to watch the series. So I'm, yeah. I'm good on that shit. I grew up. Shout in that, out to Arthur Jones. In, I grew up in that area. So I'm, 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 I'm great. I'm, I'm good. Well, we all did. But, you know, I'm straight. So, right. For yeah. sure. I'm sure it was good though. I'm, I'm, I've, I've heard good things and all that shit, but I'm, I'm probably not gonna watch that traumatic shit again because it was right. nonstop around the clock when we were little. So. Facts. Facts. Right. Right. But was it good though? Just, just, I don't know if you saw it or Blaze. No, go ahead. I was that. I was just saying, was it good or did you see it? No, no, no. It was good. It was, okay. They acted. With, they definitely sexualized them though. They, of they, course, they, of course they, they did. Know, they glorified the shit out there. Hey. But, uh, it was. Just just seeing all the shit that we didn't know about mm-hmm. or I didn't remember. It right. was kind of crazy, especially yeah. being that we grew up in that shit. Yeah, because cause I, f- I forgot the brother that killed him also killed that other dude, the dude that yeah. murdered his wife. He killed yeah. both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got them both together. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, but no, that's I, I, like I said, I'm sure there were some good things that came about of that. But like to your point, that's, that's where I had a problem. Sexualizing a damn cannibal. Like, come on, fam. Come on. Mm-hmm. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, hey, whoever buddy is that played that role, though. He, he, oh yeah, Evan Roberts or something, and he he always playing some damn serial killer. Right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, like I love when they're like, "It's very hard right. for me." Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he do. Right. It was very hard for me to play this role. Fam, get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you done played five serial killers. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Just like Leo used to tell him it was hard for him to play uh do uh candy on Django. <laughs> Shut your ass up. No one. So, so, my niggas. Yeah, right. <laughs> no one. He said these are my <laughs> niggas. He said I get to say it for real. All you yeah. had to do is you had to dig deep in your ancestral pathway. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, he was like, $2,000, not for my niggas. <laughs> <laughs> now that, that was an actual joke. I ain't gonna come at Leo. Leo's pretty, pretty. Uh, he ain't never really said nothing insensitive that we've no, seen. No, no, I, 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 I give him a little bit of credit, like nigga, please. Stop acting like you. that was hard for you. Hey, <laughs> hey I like Leo, but absolutely. Right. Right. Man, so difficult. I get to say nigga how many times? <laughs> You, you know, and you know, uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino, he gonna nigga it up. <laughs> okay? oh, listen, he can't listen. wait. He can't wait to say that. Do y'all realize though? They weren't saying nigga hard er. They were that saying was, nigga. Hey, yeah, in nigga. That movie, yeah. They do a little Hilarious. bit of both because that's what he likes. No, to say. yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, <laughs> both. Yeah, yeah. You know, Quentin Big Tarantino. Daddy. Every, you can't name. You can't name one Quentin Tarantino movie that ain't got nigga in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It just it just sounds so cool when you guys say it. So yeah, go, go just go ahead hey, hey, and just do. Hey, it. Would, would you go always get out of a Quentin yeah. Tarantino movie yeah. is nigga and feet. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> anyway, let's enough 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 of Quentin Tarantino. Uh, last last thing, last but not least, I just wanted to touch on a little bit uh, of investment news because we have been talking about that uh, quite often on the show. And uh, uh, I, I know Brandon gonna love this part, but like I said, it's uh, uh, 
the stock market has crashed terribly because of the Fed's raising the interest rate again. They just right did another uh, um, uh, 75 basis points interest rate hike in uh, September. And so it caused the stock market to crash, caused bonds to crash. Everything is down like a motherfucker. Um, like a motherfucker. Like a motherfucker. But, like I said, still a great entry point if you aren't in the market because this will turn around. Like I said, this is a bear market. It's like bears hibernate. That's why they, they use that terminology if y'all not familiar. Um, but And typically after a bear market is when you see some of the greatest returns. Uh, once we go into a bull market, a bull charges, that's what they call it, a bull market. So I'm kind of just giving y'all to y'all on, on, on an elementary level so y'all understand what's going on in the stock market right now. Um, Apple is at an amazing price. Uh, if you look at all the com companies in the S&P 500, uh, Apple, Microsoft, Google, Amazon, are probably the greatest companies in the S&P 500. So those com com uh, companies are right now, they did a stock split earlier this year, they all at phenomenal prices, all under $200. So if you can afford to put $200, buy one stock a month or whatever, just make sure it's money that you do not immediately need. And I'm gonna say this again, loud. Make sure it's money that you do not immediately need in, a, in, in the next five to 10 years Minimal, like so. Whatever you put in the stock market, you need to let it mature. You need to let it sit. You cannot just go dump a bunch of money that you think you're gonna need in the stock market now and gonna see an instant return, especially in a bear market like we in now. So, so whatever you're gonna do, if you're gonna be put, investing in the stock market, just to expect to either uh, make minimal gains or to see very little gains for the next probably three years. You know what I'm saying? But in the event that you do invest now. After the, when the market returns to a bull, a bull market, you're going to see some of the greatest returns that you that the stock market's ever seen. You might even, it, depending on how much you go in, you might even be very wealthful, wealthy in the next five years. So I just wanted to touch on that briefly. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just holding it because my shit looking crazy right now. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I ain't even I'm, really paying attention. Longevity, my brother. Longevity, longevity. exactly. And, and you I need to jump back into myself. Yeah, and you can look at the stock the, the stock charts. If a stock is over 20 years old, you can kind of see when it's been down. When it, when when uh, and if you kind of track it with what's been going on in our economy over those years, you can see like the pandemic was a major uh, crash. Uh, 2008 was a major crash. Every every May every recession that we hit, the stock market crashed. And then if you look at the returns right shortly after that, it's some of the greatest returns you ever see. I mean, like because on average, the stock market is giving you eight percent returns, uh, just on average. You know what I'm saying? But the, some people were averaging 20, 35 in those you know in those uh, in those periods. So for those who who I've been encouraging to open brokerage accounts and and get into the stock market. Just continue to do the, do the same thing. Just like I said, don't be afraid now. But I ain't saying go all money money in. Do your own research. You know what I'm saying. But uh, um, and, and and look at the and and do you know your analysts on these stock charts and and, and start investing now. Because like I said, you ain't gonna see these prices like this probably for <laughs> once this once we turn to a bull market, man. You're not gonna see these prices again. It's gonna be a few years before you see these prices again. And right now, everything is under two hundred dollars. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Amazon was trading early this year. At twenty nine hundred dollars, uh, Tesla trading earlier this year uh, almost uh, almost three grand. Now they at like uh, two, uh, right under three hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? So if this is a great starting point for anybody who's not invested in the stock market to start building your portfolio. Um, but like I said, like I said, expect to take some short short term losses or not that or not see that great uh, returns. Was it somebody about to say something? No, I was just, I was just gonna say. Um... And if you lose any money, we'll have Jerome's contact information um, <laughs> on our YouTube channel. Uh, hilarious. Uh, uh, and also, also pay attention to the to the housing market. Um, anybody who's who's looking to become a first time homeowner, buy an investment property. Uh, right now, it, 
it might seem like a, a, a bad time because the interest rates are so high. But if you look at like 1980s, the interest rates were 17% in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Like now, now we write about 6% right now. Like on mm-hmm. a national, national wide, was it, what is it, Kendall? Six. Six percent, right? So even if you get in now, if you can manage to keep your credit good, you know what I'm saying, for the next few years when when these interest rates come back down, you can always refinance your house. And, uh, and, yeah, I was going to say refinance. Yeah, refinance. The, prices, the way prices yeah. going down right now right. is it's definitely the time. Yeah, because even here in Austin with some of the, the, the national, highest national averages, our, I think in uh, July or no, September, our, high, our median house uh, value was $550,000. And uh, after the the last rate hike, it dropped all the way down to five hundred four hundred and ninety five thousand uh, dollars median home uh, price. So I'm pretty, and that's way above the mm. national average. So right now, if you're looking at looking looking to buy a house, like I said, it's it's because of what the feds are doing. Like I said, the interest, you're gonna be paying a little bit more on the interest rate side, but the total you finance is gonna be lower because they they pretty much forcing the housing market to crash right now. Same thing with the stock market. Yeah. Because inflation was just completely out of control, so it could be a good or bad thing depending on how you look at it. But I think it's a very good thing, especially if you're sitting on capital. I don't know how. Then that money, spread it. Yeah, exactly. Spend Sorry. money to make money. Facts. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. So that's all. That's all I had to add uh, uh, to that point. Just give you a little bit um, uh, insight on in, investing and uh, and because like I said we haven't talked about it for a little while. We all been uh, investing. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anything y'all got? Anything else to, uh, to add? Go Packers, uh, go Bucks, go Brewers. Yeah. Facts. Fuck. Yeah. Man, we got three, four more games, man. Yeah. Damn. Brewers is lost last night. Tough loss. Damn it. I'm depressed. Thank you, Blaze. I forgot about that shit. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, and uh, House of the Dragon. They got, they got the Arizona Dragon. coming House up. The they'll, they'll make oh, it up. House of the Dragon. Yeah, House, House of the Dragon. Dragon. Mm-hmm. Man, playing the weak ass Diamondbacks. So hopefully, but they they it's tough games though. But the Diamondbacks because they actually know how we play. We play them a lot in spring training and um and then during the season. So like the last series we played, I think they won like three one. Like it was just, they've been balling. So hopefully we win three one because we got to pass up these Phillies and slide on in them playoffs last for place. the wild card. Yeah, yes sir. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, House of the Dragon, House of the Dragon, yeah, House of the Dragon. yeah definitely House of the Dragon tonight. And, and don't forget, next week the Packers play in London, so it's gonna be an early game. Um, I like the energy of London. London had too, man. I don't know if you know it's because they don't get football. Foot, uh, they don't get that kind of football over there. You know what I'm saying? But they got they got a different type of energy, and it was no, like when they get them games, they be geeked. Yeah, they be geeked. It was yeah, a, yeah. A t- it almost felt like Super Bowl energy <laughs> just watching that New Orleans game mm-hmm. today. That was pretty dope to watch. I watched the uh, the game before we pod uh, the Vikings and New Orleans Saints. And that man, that oh, uh, oh, was it O'Clave? Is it Olave? Was that kid that Olave? Olave, Olave, dude is nice, man. Like that, the rookie from yeah. Ohio State for uh, New Orleans Saints. He nice, yeah. yeah. So, I, so uh, uh, he he didn't have the greatest game today, but that's because everybody is dead <laughs> on New Orleans. Right? <laughs> so they they, they, they had they, they had that many weapons, but he he had a decent game today. Thanks, Dalvin Cook, for doing nothing. All right, for Minnesota. So, you know. <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Yeah, thanks, that's, Dalvin Cook. That's because Jefferson had had an amazing game today. That's why. <laughs> yeah, he was he was on fire. Man, listen. Yeah. I done, I done seen uh, DK J Mac pop on my screen like ten times in the red zone. He ain't caught nothing. DK J Mac. He he doing all right, Trey. I, I I ain't checked though, so he might have a few catches, but he been in that red zone a lot though. Yeah, he got he got you twelve point eight points so far. <laughs> DKJ man. Uh-uh. 
But man, listen, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna get up out of here, man. Listen, <laughs> Why is his back so big? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this today. Hey, listen, hey. No, no, no. I'm, I, I, I will. I will. It's bigger than Rome's, dog. And Rome hey. is the biggest, tallest man we have. I'm almost 100 percent too, dog. J Mac is the strongest man in the world too. <laughs> hey, J Mac, I've lifted weights with J Mac before. He is. He's, much, he's strong J-Mac as fuck. J Mac is Mark Henry. Yeah, he's strong. Hey, I, I think he, hey, dog, I really he, think he definitely could be a Marvel character. Yeah. I think he could punch a hole through a brick wall, though. I really do. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. we need to get back, a, to get back a super, uh, a, a super uh, hero name. Right, that is true, because Jason's strong as hell, too. He's skinning bones. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But listen, man, we're going we gonna to get up out of here. We're going to stop talking about J-Mac. But thank you for being a friend of the J-Mac. show, J-Mac, and 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 and, uh, you, and, uh, and supporting the podcast and promoting it every week, man. We Shout out to you, brother. But uh, we're going to get up out of here, and we will see y'all next week with another episode of Unlabeled Podcast. We're going to get back to the regular schedule, y'all. Um, peace. Peace.